I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, I've been looking forward to this uh, upcoming conversation uh, all weekend long. Uh, I, I always get a little tinge of excitement and uh, anticipation when I know that uh, our good friend and pollster Scott Rasmussen is out in the field uh, surveying, talking to, getting a pulse on what the American people are thinking. And uh, Scott, welcome to the program. And you found something. Uh, that may be a unicorn these days. You found something that 83% of Americans agree on, which is almost impossible, even on National Puppy Day. I don't even think we can get a 83% on puppy. But what did you find that 83% of voters actually agree on? Well, 83% of voters share my belief, and I think it's your belief, too, that America's founding ideals are worth fighting for, and just 7% disagree. Uh, Now, Boyd, as you know, when you talk about a phrase like America's founding ideals, uh, that can mean different things to different people. So I followed up and I asked, uh, you know, what what do you mean by that? What do you what is it you think is worth fighting for? Um, And and by the way, I think I hate to have to do this, but in the times we're in right now, when I talk about fighting for the founding ideals, that is not talking about fighting in a violent sense. It means fighting in ways that honor those ideals and working through our constitutional system. Um, you know, there's, there's no, no excuse for violence that we sometimes see in, in discussions like this. But, uh, but I asked what voters thought, and a lot of them came up with um, phrases just like freedom or equality-related themes. Some of them said life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Uh, So I went on and asked again, you know, would it be fair to describe these ideals as freedom, equality and self-governance? And 85 percent agreed with that. Uh, So I think that's a, a good starting point. It's a it's a good reminder that for all the differences we have in the political world, regardless of which candidate you like or what policy you like, there is some common ground to build upon, and I think we really have to work to do that in today's world. Uh, it's so it's so important, and I, I think these uh, uh, polling numbers that you're sharing uh, this weekend are so important, uh, especially in light of a lot of the, the tragedies and the challenges that we face as a nation, the problems going on in, in Washington. One of the things that struck me in your uh, column this week at Deseret.com uh, was that uh, you said that the founders – uh, especially Alexander Hamilton in particular, would not be surprised at the uh, the state and the nature of our politics, uh, but that they could see past that to uh, to really look at those uh, ideals that you just spoke of. Uh, that's right. And, you know, this, uh, if you recall, when I began writing my column for the Deseret, for Deseret.com, I was writing about how the wisdom of the founders could, could be relevant in the 21st century. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic came and shifted the topic. But, uh, In one of those early articles, I was pointing out that um, one of the great things about the founders of this nation uh, and Hamilton's words were that uh, politicians on both sides of any question might be motivated by ambition or avarice or personal animosity, party opposition and other motives that are not more laudable than these. And 
You know, that sounds like politics today. We <laughs> recognize there's a lot of less than noble attitudes in our political system. Um, so the fact, though, that Hamilton and his colleagues, uh, you know, recognize that I think can be reassuring to us uh, because they didn't build a system. They didn't create a constitution dreaming of a you know utopian, idyllic system with angelic leaders. They built a system with great checks and balances. Um, and one of the things that, that I think gives an indication of their success at establishing some of these ideals is just how broadly supported those ideals are, you know, whether it's Republican or Democrat or independent. Uh, one of the things that I loved in our polling data uh, from this last weekend was that uh, people who were born, who's, who had two parents who were born in the United States, while wow, 86% of them agree with the idea that these founding ideals are worth fighting for and that we described them well. But you know what? Among pe- people who have, who neither of their parents were born in the United States, eight out of 10 agree with those ideals as well. Yeah. It's probably part of the reason they're here. That's right. Uh, and I love that. I want to want to sneak in one last uh, one last thing, Scott, from your uh, polling over the weekend. And again, it's something that uh, this one had over 70 percent of voters uh, saying that we're not doing a very good or excellent job of living up to those very founding ideals. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's the area of concern. That's the dark cloud in this uh, data. Only 30 percent say our nation is doing good or an excellent job of living up to our ideals. 39% say we're doing a poor job. When we ask if we will draw closer to living out those ideals over the next generation, 33% say we will, 32% say nope, and 36% aren't sure. So there is a recognition that these ideals are important, that they are part of our great heritage. There is concern about how we're living up to them. Uh, And, Boyd, I'd like to just, you know, close with one other number from this, another 70%-plus figure which is that 73% of voters believe that freedom, equality, and self-governance provide a good foundation for bringing people together and unifying the nation. And again, I think that's something that uh, you know, we, should, we should build upon. Uh, freedom means that uh, you and I can both agree on it, even if I think you're crazy about the way you should use it, because that's, that's part of the process. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, fantastic. Great, great insight. We'll have this up on our uh, social media pages today. You can also uh, find all of these numbers uh, by the numbers uh, uh, with Scott Rasmussen. It's so important. It gives you such a great look into the heart and soul of the country. Uh, but you can also read that at Deseret.com. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. Uh, I, I think it is so vital uh, that we we just stop and reflect on these these numbers uh, because we we often hear we're regularly told how divided we are as a country, but when it comes down to the principles, the founding principles of the country, eighty three percent agree that those are worth defending, those are worth honoring, those are worth living up to. Uh, the challenge, of course, is that most people. Don't think we are living up to those. Uh, But I am encouraged, as Scott mentioned uh, there at the end, that 73% of voters believe that freedom, equality, and self-governance will, can, do provide a good foundation to bring people together and unify the nation. And so even at times of of great crisis, great challenges, uh, in the aftermath of tragic events, we can still look to these same principles. Uh, I also uh, just loved and just wanted to go back to these numbers. Uh, you know, Scott mentioned that uh, 
where two parents were born in the United States, uh, 86% agreed with those those definitions, that those ideals were critical. Uh, And those whose parents were not both born in America also believed in those same principles. And so, again, it's all of these things that unite us. Uh, And so when we look at the false choices often put before us, whether it's about gun control or health care or immigration, uh, the false choice is what we have to be fearful of. Our principles will unite us and bring us through. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, a crucial conversation with Jenny Howe. How do we talk to our teenagers and young people about violence and hate in America? Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.